Hello and welcome back to Kusan's Corner. I'm Brad Rothwell, your happy host. Today, we're going to talk about lizard folk. Sticking to the descriptions listed in Volo's Guide to Monsters, we see they have alien minds. And what does that mean, really? Are they giant bulbous heads? No, they're lizard folk. They look like lizards. They think like lizards. The writers of this book made them kind of alpha apex predators. And so emotions aren't necessarily something they feel, but something they assign to other creatures. A rampaging ogre is not something I fear as a lizard folk. They are something that is fearsome. An attractive mate doesn't make me feel amorous. They are something that can give me pleasure. Make sense? I hope so. And because of this, their emotions are tightly controlled. They don't go around singing and dancing and talking about their feelings. They're more shut down and reserved in their speech. You don't get a lot of rallying cries from lizard folk. You won't hear inspirational speeches by them. You'll also not hear them lamenting some great love loss. Life is something that happens. And lizard folk will tell you how it happens in a matter-of-fact way. If something is weak, it will die. If something is strong, it will survive. Their point of view and their lifestyles may seem cruel and unsympathetic, but it helps them to survive. So that's why you're not going to get a lot of sympathy from a lizard folk. When looking at their personalities, on page 112 of Volo's Guide to Monsters, we have some personality quirks available for a lizard folk. The first one I like. You hate waste and see no reason not to scavenge fallen enemies. Fingers are tasty and portable. You're an omnivore. You eat everything. There's no reason not to take that guy's hand with you if he's not going to use it anymore. You know, being dead, it serves you as food. It helps you to survive. Number two is a little gimmicky. You sleep best while mostly submerged in water. There are certain races, uh, specifically thinking of the Grung, that if they're not immersed in water, at least once a day, they start taking exhaustion. When we get into the lizard folk traits, you're going to see that that's not the case with them. Number five I like a lot. You have learned to laugh. You use this talent in response to all emotional situations to better fit in with your comrades. I am completely thinking of Drax from Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, laughter in response to emotion. I know what emotions are now. I don't know that there are different emotions that call for different responses, so anytime a human is emotional, I'm going to laugh. Oh, your mother died. <laughs> oh, your cat died. <laughs> oh, you were robbed. <laughs> you see where I'm getting with this. It can be really funny, but again, as mentioned back in the Kenku video, there are times that maybe it gets annoying. Play the room. Know your audience. Lizard folk names come from things like dragons or weapons. They're descriptive, but... You can look at the list of examples and pick something from there or come up with something similar. It's totally up to you. Now let's dig into the traits. Ability score increase, your constitution score increases by 2, and your wisdom score increases by 1. 
age. Lizard folk reach maturity around age 14 and rarely live longer than 60 years. For alignment, most lizard folks are neutral. They see the world as a place of predators and prey. Life and death are part of the natural process. They only want to survive, and they prefer to leave other creatures to their own devices. Size, lizard folks are a little bulkier and taller than humans, and their colorful frills make them appear even larger. Your size is medium. Speed, your base walking speed is 30 feet, and you have a swimming speed of 30 feet. So, good news if you're exploring wide bodies of water. Bite. Your fanged maw is a natural weapon, which, can, which you can use to make unarmed strikes. If you hit with it, you deal piercing damage equal to 1d6 plus your strength modifier instead of the bludgeoning damage normal for an unarmed strike. Cunning Artisan. As part of a short rest, you can harvest bone and hide from a slain beast, construct, dragon, monstrosity, or plant creature of size small or larger to create one of the following items. A shield a club, a javelin, or 1d4 darts or blowgun needles. To use this trait, you need a blade such as a dagger or appropriate artisan's tools such as leatherworker's tools. Hold breath. You can hold your breath for up to 15 minutes at a time. Hunter's lore. You gain proficiency with two of the following skills of your choice. Animal handling, nature, perception, stealth, and survival. Natural armor. You have tough, scaly skin. When you aren't wearing armor, your AC is 13 plus your dexterity modifier. You can use your natural armor to determine your AC if the armor you wear would leave you with a lower AC. A shield's benefit applies as normal while you use your natural armor. So if you have a plus 40 or AC, your AC would be 17. If you're using a shield, plus two more, so it would be 19. Hungry Jaws. In battle, you can throw yourself into a vicious feeding frenzy. As a bonus action, you can make a special attack with your bite. If the attack hits, it deals its normal damage and you gain temporary hit points, minimum of one, equal to your constitution modifier, and you can't use this trait again until you finish a short or long rest. Languages. You speak, read, and write common and draconic. So what kind of character class would go with a lizard folk? Well, fighter, a ranger, they can be stealthy, so maybe a rogue. I don't particularly see them as the religious sort, so paladin and cleric, even druid, I don't see those really fitting the lizard folk ideals. But maybe you have a way to make them religious. Maybe they're devout to the lizard god, whatever that might be. It's totally up to you. I think lizard folk can make a great addition to a party, particularly one that's full of really charismatic characters. They can kind of center the party, bringing a no-nonsense point of view to most situations is a bonus. They'll give you an analytical look instead of an emotional look, and there are times that that will really mean the difference between success and failure. So, if you want to play a lizard folk, keep these things in mind, but always remember, it's up to you to create the character. Until then, happy creating!